to be back in the garage that's my announcer voice garage beers season two episode 10 here in the garage it is nice and comfortable coming up on the mystical episode 11 where we don't know if we just like take a week break and then jump into season three or if we just keep going but for now season two episode 10 cole nick and jim back in the garage we've got a good lineup Actually, a lineup this week. Last week, not sure if you could tell or not, but we did that totally by the seat of our pants. And uh, so tonight, we're a little bit more prepared. We've got our favorite segments, current events, snack time, our lovely shitty beer review, phone a friend, and Nick Talk. So just what you've come to expect, this is the Garage Beers Podcast. And action. <laughs> Alrighty, so current events, we got a few uh, few different topics that we're going to cover this week. Uh, it is Monday night, so let's just start. Keep with my wife's name out, out your mother mouth. mouth. Yes, we're going to start there. Uh, never thought in a million years we would talk about the Oscars on this podcast, but here we are. Um, a lot of people, I think, certainly caught everyone off guard. A lot of people thought or now are thinking that it's staged. There's a lot of people who are thinking it's legit. So let's start there. Well, so first off, I found out about it. I wake up this morning at, like, I had to open at Orange Theory. And uh, I turn on the news just when my car is kind of heating up. And sure enough, that's how I found out. I watch, like, they're just talking about it at 4 o'clock news in the morning. So Twitter is not the first thing you check when you wake up in the morning. It or Instagram not. or any... <laughs> No. He's old school. He just throws on the TV. I do. I just throw on the news and let the news kind of tell me. Um, or even check our text group. Yeah. Well, you weren't up at 4 o'clock. We talked about it last night. Though. Oh, well, then no, I did yeah. not. Yeah. All right. So. But. so It was everywhere today. Yeah, it, everywhere. And the memes that are coming out of it are great. Oh, yeah. Um, which we might have to add something to our social, just maybe some stories. We or, should. Or ask we'll make a meme out of the it. best one. Yeah. But, uh. I mean, wild. First off, I don't necessarily think, because there was bad blood beforehand. Um, Chris Rock, I'm trying to think of what the joke was a couple of years ago that he made. Um, but there was like a joke that kind of like towed the line. First off. like To Will been, Smith specifically? Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to look it up and I'll have to find it. But uh, there were so many other jokes and so many other cracks that other people like are like already throughout the night. Yeah, it's you, you almost have to expect it. If you're going to be at the Oscars, especially front row, you have to expect jokes going your way. Right. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, basically turned into like a mini roast. Oh, yeah. Right. How do you think Kevin Durant felt about Peyton Manning roasting his ass at the Espies? Right. I mean. And, you know, not, not exactly the same, but like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched one of those Comedy Central roasts. Oh, yeah, they're bad. Those are horrendous. <laughs> bad. Yeah. I mean, we have people talking about crusty vaginas on that right. thing. Or right? their dads that died in 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. cross the line in those a lot, but nobody ever slaps anybody. No, no. And, like, I even saw one, uh, Ricky Gervais um, made some kind of dig at Leonardo DiCaprio a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, about the, the, I don't even know who it was, but whoever he was dating at the time. 
He didn't get up and. Oh, they made a joke about that at this one too. Did they? Those three women made a joke about him constantly dating young young girls. Yeah, yeah, and like the joke was like, your movie was so long that like she gained a whole another year by the time the movie was over or something. I don't know. I don't watch the. Oh, I remember the joke. So the joke was like, uh, it was about Will Smith's wife, and it was like. Something about me getting an invite to like your wife's panties is like her getting an invite to like the SB or to the Grammys oh or something like that. Oh my, that's worse. Yeah, that's way worse. <laughs> yeah, so it was something like along those lines. Yeah. And, so uh, I think the one thing, of course, it's 2022, and a joke is no longer just a joke. And I don't want to sound insensitive here, and I know I'm probably going to come off as such, but what was just a joke has now turned into this whole like it's a it's a um across the line it's yeah it's misogynistic you know he he shouldn't have you know attacked her for her disease that she has like she has alopecia and like i just i like i i don't know i think think with him it's just tough because of all the stuff that those two had been going through like this entire her cheating on will right yeah. So, like, they've been, like, probably trying to work on different things, and, like, it's something you just – I can't okay, believe but can that. We, can, we talk about, can we talk about how he laughed initially, though? No, I agree. Yeah. And then he looked at his that wife. That changes and then, things. Yeah. Because, right. like, then he just looked at her and was like, oh, she's not happy. Now, the other thing is you think it might be staged because it was a slap. I mean, I've seen a couple different things today that lead me to believe that it was a slap. One, there's, like, if you look – from one of the camera angles, <clears throat> you can see Chris Rock, like, oh, before, like, Will even, like, moves his hand away from his body, he's already, like, flinching, which... Well, yeah. Uh, you can natu- see it What's your natural reaction if somebody walks up to you and goes like this? <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying he was flinching before, like, he raised his arm when he was... Hmm. I don't know. That one I don't, like, that doesn't yeah. carry a whole lot of weight. The other one is Will had some... Like post, I think it was on TikTok before the Oscars started, or like he posted it before. Chose like, and was talking about like him and Chris Rock. Oh, really? So and like, and then you take into account that last year the the Oscars had like ten million viewers. Yeah, and it was the worst, you know, worst or most uh, lowest performing uh, Oscars TV ratings wise in the history of the Oscars. I just. It seems extremely out of character, even for these guys, to do something like that. Right. Also, you would think, now I'm just thinking about this, you would think that if it wasn't scripted, there would have been some sort of bodyguard there, like preventing him from getting on stage. I mean, maybe, but also like, I don't know. I'm just Chris Rock's like reaction that like he was able to. And maybe like that teleprompter, like if the teleprompter had Chris Rock saying, I just got slapped by Will Smith, then like, <laughs> okay. But like, I mean, his reaction was just wow. like, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Get <laughs> my name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. 
That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> He, he, he was, was a dead, little stunned. Dead yeah. ass silent yeah. in there. I will say that's true. Dead ass silent. He goes, "I just got the shit slapped at me by Will Smith," and then like kind of made another joke, and then like kind of got it back on. And then like he was also um, a little disoriented because he goes, "Like, all right, I'm here to." Yeah, he like fumbled it, fumbled yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm here to like announce documentary for like Oscar," and then he's like, "I meant Oscar <laughs> yeah. for a documentary." Right, right. But you forget that he's an actor. No, I mean, I get that. <laughs> right. These right. are all actors. Yeah. That's true. I, and that's a hell of an actor's job. You should get an Oscar for that performance. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I think this was all staged. Well, we, I, we might find out in a few years. Might come out that it was fake, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, genius if it was, because it's clearly getting everyone to watch next year. And that's the world we live in right now is like, what's, what's going to be a viral moment that's going to get everyone talking? That's so true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it got, I mean, it was they got the job done, and I mean, there was, I mean, there's definitely bad blood, so like it was already like it could be seen, right? Just, right. just like try to imagine how many Google searches, hashtag clicks on the Oscars. Yeah, no, I get since it. like seven or eight p.m. And there was, was I mean, night. and somebody said that the joke that Chris Rock said was it's not like he made it up; it was on the prompter. So I mean, and how many people like you even go a whole 180 how many people now today know what alopecia is that didn't know what it was <laughs> yesterday whoa that's actually a now very you're drawing good point. awareness to this that's this, a very you know, good point this disease that like i mean i probably so all, know four or five people in my life that have this all parties were involved in creating this I, stunt I mean, probably yeah if you it's put it like 2022 like yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past it that everyone like this was a whole concocted Thing. I'm starting to lean towards that now because that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you made a good argument. I'll tell it this way: if that does come out, I'm definitely I'm boycotting the Oscars because <laughs> you were so adamant in watching them before. Well, yeah, I mean, I did watch them last night we until I went to bit. bed. Yeah, we watched up. I watched like basically up until that point, and then my family was like blowing me up I, about it. I have never watched the Oscars, and I don't ever plan on it. So. Yeah, I mean, I usually try to watch the opening monologue, but this one yeah. was bad. This one was bad. Yeah. So I guess we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see if uh, if any any kind of updates come out about this. But I am definitely team uh, hoax, staged, whatever whatever we want to call it. It's all a phony. And uh, we could put a poll out there tomorrow. Might, oh, absolutely. Might be old news though. I uh, don't. I mean, I think this will this will have steam for another couple of days. Oh, yeah, you know, because you get people that are going to dig to find out if this was fake or not. Sure. Right, right. So uh, a couple other current events, the Cox. The Cox have uh, finally uh, retreated back into their sheath. Their run in the NCAA tournament has come to an end. Uh, did you guys see? Now, okay, here again. Wild, you've got, let's just say, 15 guys on this roster. One white dude. The one white dude is the one that gets an NIL deal no. with B-dubs. No. That's the only example I saw is is whatever the hell his name is. Dougie. Oh, no. Dougie scored an NIL deal with B-dubs. Free That's wings bad. for life. That's Free bad. wings for life. Right. That's not, not a great look, right? <clears throat> no. But, um, he did ball out. He made a couple shots. But, no, I mean, the other right. two-point guards, Banks and uh, 
but Banks, I try to forget and the I'm other one. But Banks like did a really good job. He didn't like do anything to deserve it. But like, if you're beat ups, have kind of like the mental awareness. Like, hey, we're a big fucking company, right? We anyone on that team, right? Anyone on that team, we can we can afford to give you free wings for the rest of your life. I mean, yeah, okay, they should have done multiple because. I mean, Dougie has like the iconic like mustache and like, but like the video of like him running down the court. I think that's why, like, B Dubs hopped on him because it wasn't even necessarily like after he had a couple big shots and they have him like running down backwards with his tongue out of his mouth with the mustache and like people just hopped on that bandwagon. That like that cinematic video, or, like, just that right there is why probably it was so much bigger than anybody yeah. else. Um, but I mean. Make it their starters, you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. like a couple of them. Well, or, and then as far as like ongoing nil, what are the like free wings for life, right? But like after after like Sunday, what kind of like a real impact is that going to have? Like, I mean, are you telling f- me in six months? Obviously, next March rolls around, everyone's going to be talking about the peacocks again. But like six months from now, no, I agree. I would say 95% of basketball fans won't even be talking about this. We're going to talk about no. how Adidas didn't get this team warm-ups with their logo on it. I mean, this is also a team that had like 400 people at their first home game of the year. No, I mean, I get that, Do but like think- <laughs> after you make, come on, you had a whole week say, okay, you know what? You made it to the Sweet 16. Let's get these guys some warm-ups with their maybe, logo Maybe that's on part it. of their, like, we're jersey, we're blue collar, like... We're, maybe we don't maybe. want all the flashy shit. Like it's part well, they're of gonna image. get it now. Well, correct, correct. It's part of their image now, or they, it was a part of their image in the yeah. Tournament. How much do you think their enrollment went up just because of this? I would say at least I a mean, few they percentage. Got a new building because of this. You think? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think with the, um, you know, when when you start talking alumni support and yeah. You know, now they're going to be able to go and negotiate a new, you know, deal with Adidas. Right. Um, you, there's got to be some big time recruits that were on the fence and then are like, oh, I mean, I don't know about I big time know. recruits. Like, I think so. I bet you some thing. that start looking at them. Not like big, big time, but but their best recruits. So, well, I think probably... that helps the coach more than anything. Oh, well, yeah. What are you watching? The Chris Rock joke that he made a couple oh. of years ago. Well, I guess it's so to pop if you. Up. This was 2014, maybe, 2012, when Wichita State had their run. They also had, like, three seasons where they were they were winning the... The Missouri Valley. Missouri Valley. They were going to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they, they should have year. never left the Missouri Valley. Correct, 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 correct. But, like, this whole just flash in the pan, I don't think has, has as much of an impact... As as you would think. I, I mean, I don't know because here's here's the thing. Did I know who Wichita State was before that run? No. Have I known who they are since? Yes. And how many dollars have you done? I knew who Wichita I knew who they Wichita were. No, State. but if I was a high school basketball player, they would at least if like they reached out to me, I'd be like, Oh, I know them. Right, but Wichita State had the, won the Valley the multiple Valley times. They had made the tournament is multiple still times. Still a better household name than Correct. The Peacocks. Well, I know. That proves my point even more. Is What I'm saying is, as a recruit, if I hear from a school that I've never heard of, I almost, well, okay, I don't want to speak for everybody, but a lot of the times they'll be like, okay, I'm counting that school out because I've never heard of them. But now you hear, obviously you're going to hear of them. You're like, oh, maybe I'll look into it. I think it helps that right, coach right, right. a little but bit more because he can see like the fire and the stuff like that. 
see with that I, I'm I'm still against you because it's like okay yeah I've heard of that school but they had 400 people at their first home game they have basically a glorified high school gymnasium oh no I agree they, they don't have like ex, you know real residence halls like St. Peter's is different I'm, than Wichita State what I'm trying to say is like they are so far down the food chain in terms of Division One basketball that this splash making it to the Elite Eight isn't enough to bring them into relevance. Look at Florida Gulf Coast. Where are they at? Yeah, that's true. But did they change conferences too or no? No, I don't think so. So what the question is, what did happen? Their coach probably left. Right. Correct. And, that was and probably that's probably what's going to happen to yeah. St. Peter's. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. Clearly he's a good coach. And, and if he's smart. He is Nick, smart. Look at the defense that he put together. And the only one that was able to – North Carolina finally, like, figured it out. Yeah. And they, they shut him down, and they were able to run different offensive sets. But, I mean, he was able to shut down Kentucky, Purdue, which are some of the two highest-scoring offenses. Right. So, I mean, he, he's clearly very intelligent. But if he actually is, this is he, he's got to realize this is his chance. If he, if he wants to move up, he has to do it now. Because there is no guarantee that his team is going to be anywhere close to this position next year, right, right? Or ever again. Agreed. So either he's he's committed to St. Peter's and he's in it for the long run, or if he has an inch, or an ounce, or whatever of of coaching in a bigger school with more resources, he has to leave now. Right. I agree. Uh, so yeah. now, does he get a pay raise? One and two. Obviously, he has incentives and everything like that. But does he get recontracted? Like, do you try to keep him there? Number one, if you're St. Peter's. If you're St. Peter's, absolutely. For sure, you do everything you can to keep them. Absolutely, because for the next three years, you it will have it will have a moderate impact in terms of, you know, maybe maybe recruiting. But again, still not enough to like guarantee that they're gonna make it to the right. sweet sixteen. Right. Next year. right. <clears throat> I mean that's not even guaranteeing you got some schools that have multi million dollar programs. But they don't want him to leave, and they know he's going to be getting better offers. So oh, yeah. just that fact alone is going to force them to give him mm-hmm. something decent. Yeah, and I think a lot of this kind of leans on what what does he want? Is he is he a guy that wants to you know stay with with the small program, have an impact on on a lot more than just you know wins and losses, and 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 the guys in the program like you could take this team now, go back to that community. And literally build from the ground up a youth basketball academy, right? You know, like little right. things like that yep. um, that could really you know improve and impact that that community around St. Peter's. If that's not important to him, if he's chasing his coaching dream, which you can't really fault him, well then he has to leave, and he has to jump. He has to make that that opportunity make uh, work for him. So, but uh, so final four. We got Duke UNC. Duke UNC, the first time they've of matched course up. the year after Roy Williams retires. But you got to think Coach he's K's be, last. So is right. this scripted? Nah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I, I the, the NBA is a farce. So I hate the NBA. I don't think college hoops. You can you can force. Like, Duke, don't get me wrong. Duke is a good basketball program, so it's not like they don't deserve to be in the right. Final Four. It would be the UNC, the fact that UNC Correct. got there. Yeah, but my only argument would be that it, they were almost trying to make it the opposite way against Baylor. Like, the the yeah. officiating was going against 
UNC. Right. And we were talking earlier about this. I mean, there there's so many bounces that are they look at the replay and whose hand touched it and like Yeah, but like UNC's games weren't really close. So maybe they the my only argument would be did they officiate those games so you wouldn't look into it because they won by like 30 in the first round. They won by 20 in the Sweet 16 to make or the Elite 8 to make it to the Final 4. The only game where it went to overtime was the Baylor game, but again, those calls went the other way. Like, yeah, but they were. But that was the only close game that they've had. Everything well, other game they right, won by double digits. Right. And and what I'm saying is, there's too many things to go into it for the officials to actually successfully successfully be able to fix it. I think no matter how hard they tried, unless like, they did it early. To your point. If they do it early, yeah, then but you're not going to look at it. It's not that blatant. That would be so blatant. I may mean, agree. I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying if you get up early, right? So then you can make some of those tic tac calls that that they can extend and keep that lead. That maybe, like, maybe. that are or like the They'd foul that you very made. good at it. Yeah, I agree. There's fouls all the time that can and can't be called. Right. Yeah. True. But no, I, I I'm don't not say saying it is, right. but I mean, I'm glad it's that way, and I think UNC might do it again. I think they might be. <sighs> that would be crazy. Yeah. You're you're taking UNC to beat Duke, dude. UNC looks really. What's good. crazy is we watched UNC in the middle of the year and they did not look at that good. No, but they are hot. Love looks good. It's crazy. They look good. Yeah, but all all it takes is one night to, yeah. to lose that edge. I agree. And I don't know what UNC's roster is made up like, but you've got a first year head coach, and <clears throat> I would say the the amount of media attention is at least in the same ballpark for the final four that you see with the Super Bowl. So there are going to be so many distractions for these guys. Right, but I also think that that might play in the favor of UNC because they have way more upperclassmen than Duke does. This is but the have first they been there. Duke has they've been they're freshmen for Duke. But you've got Coach K. I mean you, you got Coach K. Yeah, how'd that work? I mean, no offense, how'd that work out for you at <laughs> when it was your last home game? It was the last True. I mean you got yeah. smoked by 25 almost. Yeah. How did they handle that situation? It's Coach K's last home game. It's Coach K's last Final Four. Look how they answered the bell. And then it's Villanova and who? Kansas. Oh, yeah. Man, all four of these teams. And have Villanova been really good. just, their second leading score just went out with an ACL tear. Oh, no. ACL or Achilles? Oh, it might have been Achilles. I think it was Achilles. Yeah. So he's definitely oh. not playing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So when, is this the year that Rock Chalk finally gets it done? Rock Chalk versus Duke in the finals would be a good I would game. Watch that. That would watch that. That would be great. And is that still Bill Self? It is, yeah. Former Illinois. Speaking Former of Illinois, did you see who entered the transfer Curbello. portal? Yeah. Yeah, guess what? The Illinois uh, team turnovers going down. Where Dude, do you think uh, he goes? Uh, he'll go, I think, somewhere in like the – I don't know. He might go to like Iowa State. Where is he from originally? Puerto Rico. Oh. So he can go anywhere. So not to the University of Puerto Rico. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe he goes to the Peacocks. <laughs> the hole is sensitive. <laughs> all right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Jared. So, uh, Welcome to uh, Garage Beers Podcast. We've got uh, me and my friend Jim and Cole. I think you've met Cole before. Yeah. Um, you might you might have met Jim out. Uh, who knows? We've been out enough. Um, so basically, 
we've got five questions to ask you and uh they're just kind of all over the place and we can banter uh with whatever answers you have so um first question is what is your favorite beer slash what is your shittiest beer you've ever had oh fuck oh favorite beer i'm gonna have to go with the classic Kugel summer shandy Ooh, not the first person to say yeah, that. That's uh, that's two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, damn. Someone else has good taste. <laughs> Even in the winter. Yeah, dude. I mean, it just makes you feel warm, you know. I agree. Like, I, I, I do like summer shandy. Have you have you tried the three one two lemon shandy? Yes, I have. Thoughts? It's it, it it's no summer. It's no line in Kugels, but it's up there. So one I, yeah. one more that I'll throw at you if you want something it's it's definitely a little bit sweeter than the summer shandy so you can't really drink like twelve of them in a night you'll get gut <laughs> rot but uh, Potosi makes a steamboat shandy yeah uh, okay so you've had that too so I've had oh that. delicious yes like that that's a good like I'm I just want to drink something during like a, a dinner or like right after dinner it's gonna be super sweet but. You know, you can get six of them, and everyone has one, and you're probably good. But. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. See, I can, I can only do the summer shandies in the summer. I, I, See, I can't do it in the winter. It, it is best in summer, but I, I stock up right before winter comes, and I'll just drink them all winter long. Dang. Okay, fair enough. So what's your shittiest beer? God, this is going to be tough. <laughs> I, I was not able to get what you recommended, by the way. I couldn't find it, so I had to go with something Oh, else. really? Yeah, one day we'll, we'll land it. Um, oh, shittiest beer. It could just be like a name name brand. I mean, Jim's least favorite beer is Miller Light. Yeah, see, <laughs> I I was I was starting to resort to Bush Light. Get the, I'm gonna hang up on you right fucking now. <laughs> Dude, it just, it just tastes like sewer water. Oh, no. Oh, dude. Oh, it's grown on me so much since I've been here because all these guys drink is bush light. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> but you grew up in Dubuque, right? Yeah. Yep. And you still never got on the bush light train? No, I just not. I'm more of a Bud Light kind of guy. Well, wow. then you need to come over because I have about 40 Bud Lights <laughs> in, in the garage uh, beer fridge that haven't been touched. So we're gonna we're gonna when we finally get some good weather, we're gonna throw a party. This is your personal invite, but you can only you can't bring any beer. You can only drink the Bud Light that I have in the fridge. Oh, that's that's the best deal I've heard. <laughs> and you might get a doggy bag with. Bud Light to take over. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. great. All right. So second question is, um, and this is going to be, this might be hard for you to, to figure out, but uh, you, you need to name the best memory in Dubuque or, because that might be hard for you to name, um, your favorite memory with one of us in Dubuque. AKA Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, I'm trying to think of some of the nights we had out. Dude, oh, what was that? Honestly, that weekend, what was oh, was that like where we met up with like Chris and all them? That mm-hmm. weekend with you, Nick, that was a fun one. That wasn't that long ago, right? A couple weeks ago? No, that was like, no, yeah. And Armin and I were saying like, yo, this has been like the best weekend out we've had in like a couple of years. Yeah. And actually, I think Cole was out that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out that night. 
Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, that was fun. That was fun. That was just yeah. I mean, it was nothing special. It was just like just who we were with. It was definitely a group that made it fun. Right. That's for sure. Who did we have on the show that talked about that? It was that Tall Todd. That was like, I don't have a favorite bar. It's more about the people I'm with. Yeah. 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 You know, Tall oh, Todd. Oh yeah, two Tall Todd. We had two Tall Todd on a couple episodes ago. <laughs> on Valentine's dumb. Day. <laughs> oh God, it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> and we gave him relationship advice. <laughs> oh God. Uh, jury, juries, well, depending, we we didn't really give him advice to like save his relationship, right? Before, like, <laughs> going forward, this is what you should really consider, right? Right. That episode as a whole did not age well. No. <laughs> For anybody involved. Oh, well. uh, oh my god, I love it. All right. Uh, next question. All right. So. What is what is a valuable life lesson you can share with us and or life hack? Oh, fuck. oh this one always catches people off guard. Yeah, it, it, dude, you just got you just got deep on me. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it could be serious or it could be uh, it could be whatever you want it to be. I mean, my life quote that I started in high school was don't be a dummy. Come on or tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We're going to have to just beep that Why? last part out. Why? We're, we're a NC 17. Are we? Yeah. Every episode is marked as explicit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure, as 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 I feel like every episode you, you take the rating further and further. I don't know. <laughs> NC 17 is about as high as you go. I think. No, I know, but there's like a couple episodes ago. You, we were PG 13. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like the principle behind it I, I definitely get behind I, mean, I think I think we should make bumper stickers and put our garage beers logo on it <laughs> that'd probably sell pretty well or like on the next batch of koozies like have our logo on one side and on the other side yeah Jared I gotta give you a koozie because we have a bunch of extras <laughs> oh dude hell yeah I'll yeah. take one we got a garage beers koozie Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I drink enough. I need a koozie. Fuck. See, I'm not a koozie guy. Like, I like the cold feel, and I usually don't have a problem, like, with my beer getting warm because that means you're just nursing it too much. Yeah, see, my thing is, like, the only time I use a koozie is when, I, when I'm, when i like, double-fisting, you know? Like, that's what she said. <laughs> one hand, I don't have a koozie, and the other hand, I have one. Because, you know, sometimes when you go to a bar as a guy, you just can't get beers quick, so you got to order two at a time. Yeah, uh, fair. Or a festival. I'm big like that's festival. kind of a life hack right there. You just said. See, yeah, I, I think oh, true. I think the one time I'll break down and use a koozie is actually when I'm golfing. Mm, I don't want to get. I don't want to get my, my uh, non glove hand yeah. wet. Right. So, but more more times than not, I'm just I'm raw dogging it. That's what she said. <laughs> hey, nothing's wrong with that. Just pull out. <laughs> <laughs> <Tell> her tummy. <laughs> I hope Jocelyn loves that. <laughs> um, okay, so the next question is, uh, what is your hometown known for? No, again, weird question since you're from Dubuque, but yeah, I'd be curious. I mean, uh, I'd say either two things come to mind, either turkey dressing sandwich or euchre. Euchre, interesting, okay. Because yeah, that's a Michigan it, thing, too. No, it's is a, it really? It's a yeah. Dubuque thing. 
Yeah, because it's always you're not a <laughs> what is it like? You're not a Dubuque if you don't know Euchre. Yep, really. So, Man, Jared's yep. just got all the catchphrases. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Dang, let's let's go back to this turkey dressing. Sandwich. Oh, you've never had a turkey. Never had. Never one. Sounds God, phenomenal. Turkey and dressing is a is a staple here in Dubuque. It is so good. Do they have them regularly, or is it only like a fall thing? Um, I think you could go to a Hy-Vee and you can like get a batch made, but they are. I would say they're probably more popular. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, but like in the fall. Yeah, like right that Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh my like, God. So basically, it's, you it's take like stuffing, thing. but then you you take like turkey. Yeah. And you and mix it gravy. in with it. You can go. You can go dry, or you can go wet. Like on a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, I usually like it a little more wet, and I put that's that what she said. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sounds good. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, well, that was a better answer than we got last week. Yeah. <laughs> last week we I had someone from blobs. Dubuque, and it was the, it was a half-assed answer. Yeah. Oh no, you gotta think about it. I, I was on my toes and ready for that. <laughs> All right. So, so tonight, uh, our first segment each week, we we talk about current events. So tonight uh, we had a couple. Um, one potentially uh, controversial. We're gonna we're just gonna throw you to the wolves here. Uh, what was your take on the uh, the Will Smith Chris Rock? Oh, that last night. Here I thought we were gonna talk about swimming. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I mean, I know so little about it. I think it was set up. There oh, we go. Yep. Rick. Yep. All right. That's Cole thinks that it was it was legit. I, I think, just I, think like, I convinced Nick that yeah. it was staged. Yeah. I just feel like you couldn't have someone walk up on stage without a security or someone just like stepping in the way. Yeah, yeah that's what I said earlier. Yeah. Or even like, just, after he hits him, like no one, like no security came out and did anything. Yeah, right, I think is maybe right. more telling. Like you get a, a a movie star that walks up to the stage, like no one's gonna run out and necessarily stop him. But like after, if if it was legit and he like assaulted him. And then he just walked right back to his seat, and then no, right. and nothing was. Pressed. Or wouldn't there be yeah. like some charges going on or something now? Yeah, yeah. Or they cut like, to a commercial break. No, they just kept. Yeah, it rolling. right, right, exactly. And he was some smiling and laughing, like, "Oh shit, it's my time to go do my part." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right, yeah. No, that's a good way. He realized, oh yeah, I gotta go be serious. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like, and obviously the jokes they say are like they get told to so many people, so they knew that was coming to. G.I. Jane or whatever. So it's not like it was a surprise to anyone, I don't think, but right. I don't know. I think it was set up. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think you're in the majority here. Cole might take a few more days yes. to get him to Maybe. All right. And then Just give him a couple beers. <laughs> yeah. Uh so next current event we talked about was uh was the good old Cox. Uh, St. Peter's <laughs> and, and the Peacocks. The classic cock. Yeah. Yeah. What, Dude, uh, I had I had them win in first round. Let's really? go. Kentucky. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. Show us, show us the bet slip. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I did in my uh, not bracket. gambling in my pick them. Oh, well, that's just bracket. so you nice. didn't really win anything. Kind of. No, that's sad. a big win, though. <laughs> um, I might have won the league there, the tourney, though. I got to go see. Well, I've Arizona. seen some where, like, you get you get basically a multiplier based on the seed. So like if you're a 15 seed yeah. and you win oh. three games, that's for like 45 points. Oh, I see. Whereas like if you're a number one seed and you win four games, you get four points. Right. That's right. a good way of doing it. Uh, dude, but- I'm sending it to Nick for some proof because <laughs> I don't mess around with this stuff, dude. I'm all about the upsets. 
I thought Murray State was going to be the upset of the. I know, I, and then they got upset by the Peacocks. Yeah, which I didn't mind. Anytime you can get a cock fall. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. I'm looking at the proof. Um, I don't see it. Mm. Oh no, I see it. Oh, there we go. Okay. Wow, he did pick it. St. Peter's. He did pick round? it. Uh, no, because he had, he had a Murray State. State. Oh, yeah, I had Murray I had State. Murray State see, I had Murray State beaten Kentucky. I had that too. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I I just wish Duke wasn't in it. Yeah. So you're not a not a Coach K fan. I like Coach K. I just don't like Duke in general. They're just always there. How do you separate the two? Um, because I would say, I don't know. Coach K just shown that he can do it so much. That he's kind of like a Bill Belichick. Like I know respect. he's good. I know what he can do. But then it's just like the team. It's just like I think it's just some sports betting and being zero three on them. I think that's the, uh, <laughs> that's the root of it. You just you just pick them at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, like they couldn't be South Florida. Like come on, now. <laughs> right? So now you remember got, that you've got uh, Duke, UNC, and then Villanova, Kansas. Who are your picks in the final four? I'm going to go with Nova and Duke. Ooh. I could not like them, but I still got to respect that they'd get there, you know? All right, so the Nova-Duke in the final? I think Nova takes it again. Let's Nova go. without their second leading scorer. Yeah, they don't need that. <laughs> yeah, need I don't points? know. I just, I don't, they don't. Yeah. They, they held Houston to 40 points. That yeah, that's, that's crazy. In what uh, that same night, didn't someone score like forty-five points in the first half of a um, later game? Well, no, Kansas scored forty-seven in the second. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, I remember someone saying something about that on the on the old Twitter sphere. So, um, but, yeah, where I mean, are there current events? Uh, I think that was it, right? Uh, Albert Pujols going to St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Were you a baseball guy? No, I'm not. So I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> any, uh, any parting words for us, dude? No, like I'm gonna have to start listening to this. That's all I can say. I know well, we, we have got, a blast. We have like 25 episodes out there ready for ready for you to listen. So you should be good yeah. for a couple of weeks. Hell yeah, I'm definitely gonna start because I want to hear what other people's answers are to this. Oh yeah, we we don't advertise like right. at all. So <laughs> yeah, that's why I like. I was gonna you. say you just told me about it today. <laughs> it's our second season. <laughs> we literally just go just shoot the shit in the garage, and some people listen. Honestly, we 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 do have a lot of loyal listeners that we've never met, and, and uh, big, we're big in Canada. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. <laughs> yeah we are. We've uh, Dude, that's because Canadians are so damn nice <laughs> right yeah. so i don't know nick probably hasn't told you this so like as soon as we started recording like season one um one of like the first episodes we did like cole set or uh, nick set up an instagram live and cole was wearing overalls in the garage <laughs> and uh this this canadian follower we have uh, she like commented on the live like, "Oh, digging the overalls," <laughs> and like from there, like every time we post something, she either like comments or likes on it. East Coast girl. East. Well, you, it was yeah, Rock Duchess, and then it became East Coast girl. Uh, she's actually lives in uh, Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba, and uh, probably about two or three weeks ago, she sent us a care package from from Winnipeg with a whole bunch of Canadian stuff in it. So. <laughs> Yeah, she's oh, yeah. definitely our number one fan. <laughs> yeah. 
say. <laughs> and that right there is going to cause some controversy because, like, I've made that comment before. And then some of our local people in, in Dubuque are like, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah, we're not going to send you a care package from Dubuque. I'm like, hey, you know, we're just, we're just you know, throwing, throwing praise where praise is due. Go on vacation and send us one from there. <laughs> yes. yes, Dude, that's that's incredible. I, w- I want to meet her. You guys got to call her in one of these weeks. Oh, we should. I think I think that's in the works. Um you know, she uh, she'll send us a, a DM every once in a while, and so you know, I think I think that'll be one that we actually have to like announce before we go to record that like yeah yeah one of our one of our day one OG podcast followers is coming on the show, so that would be that would be pretty wild. That yeah, like especially like fiftieth episode or something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 50? That's like that would take us a while. <laughs> yeah, no, like, dude, start. We it'll get there. It'll get there. I got faith. Well, I agree. so season it, it, it wasn't originally we weren't going to do seasons, and then we got to episode eleven last year, and then Nick uh, left. Nick left, and then like Cole and I both got busy, and then we just like stopped <laughs> recording. And that episode, the last episode of that season, ended up getting like almost two hundred uh, listens because it was just out there for like seven months. <laughs> And so now we're we've been talking like do we stop every season at season eleven or episode eleven and then just if we want to keep going start a new season or what are we going to do we don't know. True, that's a tough one. You have to see, yeah, to see how the view how the listens are on this season, and I think you kind of tell from there, you know. Listens are up. I mean, yeah, listens are up. They're also really consistent. Like each episode. After at the like the thirty day mark, we're at we're usually between like sixty and seventy, which you know isn't like anything to be like get your jollies off about. But like, for, <laughs> no, call me daddy, but it's good. Fact we've done zero that, advertising. Yeah, we don't do. Any I'm pretty sure that's close to Joe Rogan's. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well then, we uh, I think Cole, we're gonna put him in charge of uh, sponsorships because we have none. Oh wait, wait a sec, wait a sec, Jared, you have to you have to hear about this. So we did have a sponsor at one point. <laughs> we did. Oh yes. What was uh? It was, it was an e car racer. <laughs> and he we did, he never put us on his car. No, he, he, he did. did he but did. it was like five weeks after we like signed with him. <laughs> we signed a contract, <laughs> and he would like he would race with his car, even though we didn't like see it for a while. And he would like tag us in these posts that like the garage beer's car like you know took third or whatever in this week's race. And then season or season one episode eleven like came and went. And then, and then like, we were like, we were stopped posting, and right, he's like, and he was "Yeah, like, I'm gonna have to drop on? you guys." Yeah, and he dropped us. And then we started <laughs> back up, and he's like, "Good to see you guys. We'll have to see if there's anything in the future." Right, right. That is awesome. So we've got Canada covered. We've got esports, the, uh, esports racing. racing league covered. I mean, we're we're kind of a big fucking deal. Yeah, I I say you guys are really expanding. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that pretty much wraps it up. We have to review this review this shitty beer we just bought. All right. Nick has not that. told us yet what it is. So yeah. Ooh. Oh, you poured in a cup or what? <laughs> no, he's we- got it like still tucked away in the bag, and that makes me nervous. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I've never heard of it, so we'll see. Damn. Have fun. <laughs> we'll do. Well, Jared from True, thanks for uh, thanks for coming <laughs> on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks dude, for coming. Thanks for having me. All right. All right, we'll see you. See ya.
That was Phone a Friend, uh, Nick's friend Jared from True, now known as Volve. Um, and uh, with that, we're going to rotate right into Cole's snack time. Okay, this week's snack time. Two-parter. Back in the throwback, either t-ball or soccer. If you had snack time, one were you bringing to eat, and then what were you bringing to drink? So hmm. I think with this one, we just I don't know if I can come up with three. I think I'm just going to go. Yeah, we'll just do one. So, like, mine was the Kool-Aid twist-offs, not the Capri Suns. So, mine was the the Kool-Aid twist-offs. Oh, those are the best. The the Kool-Aid ones that you, like, twist off the cap, and then they're, like, they kind of look like a bottle. It's classic Kool-Aid. No, those weren't Kool-Aid. Yes, they were. They were, A hundred percent, they were. Oh, yeah. Those are Kool-Aid. Okay, then maybe my my parents were just cheap, because we got, like, (laughs) the knockoff, like, Mondo is what I remember. What? It was basically, like... All plastic. Yeah. And it was like a flimsy plastic. Yeah. See through. And, and then you yes. twist off. And it kind of looks like a. Those? It was yes. Kool Aid. Oh, I definitely never <laughs> had the Kool Aid. I had like the, the dollar store version. Oh, no. And then no. I'll go even further. Which was your favorite flavor? So they had the grape, the cherry, and then the blue raspberry. I'm thinking about that for a second. Blue. Mine was probably grape. <laughs> Ugh, no, I love grape, no, but blue. Grape sucks. It doesn't even taste like grape. Blue. Yeah. I've blue always been a blue raspberry. Yeah go to um so then i guess my snack probably was like fruit gushers or they're again the aldi brand of fruit gushers this is is what you're bringing to a game well yeah when you were snack time you have like mine was always after soccer so like we had like pcs soccer so like one kid was in charge of like a drink and then a snack after the game Oh, dude, my mom was so bad at this. She was always trying to be healthy. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't like, oh, shit, I forgot to get snacks for everyone after the game, right. and now we've got nothing. I think yeah. my mom made cupcakes, but the zebra cakes were pretty good. Oh, fuck, God. And God, that was, those were pretty cake. elite. What's up? <laughs> shut up with the zebra cake. I went, cake I went grocery shopping last week, got another box. But these no. were not the zebra cakes. These were the zebra, I think they were zebra cake rolls. So they were... Okay. Um, like the long tube, like the Swiss cake rolls, oh, but instead of Swiss cake, Lord. they were zebra cakes. Oh fuck! I'm, interested. That I'm interested to see what your mom got. Dude, I don't even remember. That's the thing. I feel like I blocked it out of my memory because it was embarrassing. Every Celery time. with peanut butter, like ants on a dude. It, ants I don't on a think log. it was that bad, but it was always not good. It was always you something know, I was if not happy celery, about. Celery, if when you bite into celery, if it would just like clean break like a carrot, I feel like I would have liked that a lot more as a kid. The fact that you like bite it and then yeah. you have to like tug and then you get those weird like strands yeah, yeah that was a big deal breaker for me yeah the cellulose oh but when when you did have that healthy parent on the team that did bring like ants and log where it was like celery or like carrot sticks and it was like <laughs> you know what you do then you just you grab the celery with everything on there rub your fingers right through it <laughs> just, just, just peanut butter, peanut butter and raisins, then throw the celery back man i'm trying to think of an example and i can't but I, I think Capri Sun was definitely a go-to for sure because that's yeah. easy. Yeah, Capri Suns were always good, except like the one time you'd get the straw that wouldn't go into the fucking hole. Oh, I hated that. Then, or when you punctured it through the back on yep. accident yep. and you ruined it, and you're oh god, now I have to try to like suck it through the hole. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. after you guys, you guys got the uh, the ninety second rice. Yeah. At the store. Yeah, like Uncle Ben. Yeah, why couldn't they come up with that kind of like a rip tear system on a Capri Sun? Well, I just, I, the, I mean, the puncture of the hole is, it works. 90% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> I'd go like 70. 69%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or just make the straws bigger. 
I feel like it'd be less of an issue. Yep. You're trying to find this tiny hole and stab it. And That's what she said. <laughs> right. Bend it in half, and then it loses like 90% of its puncture power. But it is funny how, as a kid, you know, that, that actually was like a kind of a thirst-quenching pouch. Oh, yeah. As an adult, it's like, it's gone yeah. in one and, sip. And it is 99% sugar. Well, right, right, right. But I meant like <laughs> volume-wise. I agree. I tell you what, I might go buy Kool-Aid, those Kool-Aid drinks. Yeah? Yeah. Next other, party we have here, yeah. Kool-Aid should. But we're going to have to like mix them with vodka or something. Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be Would very be interesting. interesting. <laughs> uh, the other ones, to, to continue the conversation, um, they were like, they basically came and looked like a barrel. And it had like I've the much those. easier to puncture, uh, very Oh, thin I know top. you're talking about tin foil. The top, yeah. you, did you puncture it or did you just rip the tile Either. off? Yeah. Either. I just ripped and chugged. Or do you just oh, like, yeah. shove your finger through the top? That's what she said. They were again like. That's not all sugar. Yes, not thirst quenching in the slightest. Ooh, you know it was a low, like a a sneaky good snack was popsicles. When somebody brought popsicles as theirs, popsicles it was good. And there was always yeah, like the really... parent. It was always like the parent that showed up late to the games. It was like ah, and then they they didn't watch the game. They just showed yep. up with snacks. Yep, dude, I had a smoothie at the gym the other day that brought me back to this one particular snack. It tasted exactly like it. You know those Flintstone push pops? Yeah. The orange ones, yeah, yes. literally identical flavor. I was like, "How did you capture this? This is an ins- <laughs> this was a was throwback." Like, like dream dream yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were amazing. So I actually, <laughs> I uh, I saw a meme. Uh, this was a couple weeks ago, and thankfully, my family and I, uh, um, we don't we don't text all that much, so I should be able to find this pretty easily. But yeah, so back in my day. We ate ice cream out of toilet paper rolls and didn't complain. Ah, uh, yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, 100%. But holy fuck. Those, those, were, those so were so good. good. I might have to go buy one at some point. Just buy a case. We'll put it in the freezer yes, here. Yes. Yes. On special occasions, we'll right? bust them out. Um, God, those were good. So, so speaking of uh, funny memes and family messages, my dad sent one today and said, Every time a bird poops on my car, I go and buy wings and send them right on front porch and eat it just so they other birds know how capable I am. <laughs> oh, that's bad. How? I mean, I like wings, so like maybe I'd be hoping that that happened a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, families, right? Nick's was just in town. Yeah. What did oh you yeah. Do? Olive Garden. <laughs> wow it was their suggestion because they stayed at the best western so we're like all right let's just go to olive garden or next door so like none of the other italian restaurants that we have in town well no, it was about convenience that it was literally right next door do you not have a car no they got in at like seven forty-five, eight o'clock and they're just like let's just eat this real quick and i mean OG they would have had good. to drive by at least two other italian they wanted to check in but no i'm with yeah OG's they, good. they were in a rush well, and like, then okay so they come all the way from michigan <laughs> no no no, just no. To eat okay so were they on their way back no. <laughs> let me paint the picture for you that's not what happened oh. <laughs> so they were visiting my sister in arizona they drove there and then stayed for a month and then drove they're retired they drove back, and we were on their way back. It was a pit stop, and then they finished the drive the next morning. So does that make you feel, like, shafted that <laughs> no. all you are to them is a pit stop? No, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, Arizona, Dubuque, I mean, in their Dubuque eyes. Dubuque in really... the spring? In their yeah. eyes, let's be real. That's true. Okay. 
but it's that ma- it, so this wasn't like, hey, we're coming to visit you. It's a no. Pit hey, stop. <laughs> you happen to be a real convenient stop for us on a drive back. Correct. Okay. That makes a lot more. It's like sure, I'll get Olive Garden with you. That's it. Um, yeah. And then you know they said they'll come back for an extended stay in the fall, but um, but yeah, I mean, so that's why it wasn't like they drove here. <laughs> like, Let's get Olive Garden. Gotcha. And then so didn't you? Weren't you saying like a couple weeks ago like they're selling their house? And- yeah, they just sold. So like, what are they going back? To? So in here's RV? the thing. No, they they aren't moving out of the house for a month. And then they're going to Europe for like a few months. And then then they don't know. They said <laughs> then they don't actually have plans after that. Do you got any spare rooms available? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're not going to come to Dubuque. They're, they want to get somewhere warm. So I don't know. They might By the go time back they come somewhere. back from Europe, Dubuque will be warm. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> no, it um, might be cold. But no. Yeah. They're coming back in like three months? No, they, they'll come back. They come back from Europe in August. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll still be warm. We'll still be warm for like a month, and yeah. then September's kind of a toss up. Yeah. Could be... September's usually good. It's October it... that's a toss up. Yeah, yeah, September's usually good because usually it's still warm on my birthday, which is late and then September. You're, then you're back to being busy again. So true, true. Thirty. Thirty. <laughs> it, sucks. it sucks. Yeah, when you wake up, you don't move as quick. As you did <laughs> yeah. No. No. Thirty's a prime. Yeah, thirty. I'm I'm still on the on the rise. Don't you worry. Okay, well, I agree. Don't you worry. That's good. I think I'm coming down <laughs> off the, the peak of the mountain. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um. So snack time. Um. Yeah. Outside of the the fruit gushers, what was the other? Um. Like trail mix was popular, oh, yeah. but like not really great. Cookies. Um. Speaking of like post game snacks, and I think we've we've actually talked about this off air, but I always I, I can't help but laugh. So you have and you see it a lot maybe at the high school or division three level that like all week long, you know, your coaches are, are preaching like eat healthy, have good balanced meals, and then like you get your to your day of competition. All right, we just competed for four hours. Find a partner, you're splitting a fucking Domino's pizza. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it just seems such, like, a disconnect. And, like, as right. a kid, like, growing up, I just played a baseball doubleheader and someone handed me a Domino's pizza. Like, fuck yeah, that would have been great. Right. Not really good for you. Correct. But uh, I just, I, I as a outsider looking in, knowing that that's kind of, like, the standard practice. But yeah, but back in the day, I mean, that's it was cool. like, Mom, can I get give you a $20 bill? You'll get a nerd's rope of... A bin of bubba, hubba, bubba, bubba gum. You get a hot dog. You get a slice of zod. You come back oh, with a Gatorade, man. dude. And now today, you maybe get like a hot dog and a slice of zod. Inflation, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? So I would have these swim meets that would be multiple days long as a kid, and there would always be like a concession stand that you could that was pretty cheap. You could get any candy you wanted, whatever. I was looking back on it, it's crazy. I was so disciplined back then. I would not get any junk food at all until the meet was over. So like a multiple days where I would be like, nope, I can only get like it's kind of like a certain things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but no? it was so no. unnecessary. <laughs> I look back on it like it would have been fine. Wrestlers, it was like weigh in and you just like you had a couple of snack, like you had your go-to foods. So it was like biscuits and gravy is huge. Like every like wrestler mm. like weighed in, they had like their drink of choice. Um, and then it was either biscuits gravy, like that substance, 
there was one time that I had a slice of Casey's Zaw after a big cut, and it did not sit well <laughs> in my first match. I can imagine. <laughs> like, I've heard some crazy stories. Um, like, uh, the, the school I used to work at, uh, we had a national champ, in, a heavyweight, in two, uh, 2014. And um, someone told me, like, when you're when you're at that point, you weigh in at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock in the morning, and your finals match, especially if you're heavyweight, may not be until like eight thirty at night. And uh, with it being the second day of the tournament, he had to weigh in at, at or under two eighty six. That by the time he wrestled his finals match that night, he was over three hundred pounds. Oh my lord! Yeah, after so, I kid you not. After I was done at state, within a week, I was up twenty pounds. Wow. What do you think was the, I wrestled the at biggest 120. weight gain you had on like a long tournament day from the time you weighed in? Seven pounds. So you gained seven pounds with, you know, still and wrestling. And had to then get back ups. down yeah. the next day. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, there was a kid. Seven pounds. Year, he had to cut 11 pounds from like it was a two day event at night to the next morning. It was a two-day event in Champaign. I stepped on the scale, saw seven pounds over, and I go, Oh, oh no! Luckily, we got a pound allowance. It was only six, but I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a bad." What night. did you would you float a pound overnight? When it was like that, yeah, because a lot of it was liquids. Um, so you had five pounds that you had to lose. Oh yeah, which not fun. Sweatsuit, sweatsuit. Pull the pull the hood down. Everything Sounds miserable. Yeah, it wasn't fun, but I mean, you did it to yourself. Were you that a, was like a that bike day. or a runner at that point? Ah, uh, dude, I was a stair stepper. <laughs> The stair stepper was nice, slow, just like I could pace myself and I just knew it was going to suck, but like I didn't have to move that fast. I just had to keep moving. Yeah, true. Everything else you had to kind of move fast. Yeah. I haven't been on a stair stepper in years. <laughs> you <laughs> sweat. Hop on that thing. All right, what do we got next? Next, uh, shitty beer. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got here. Okay. So um, uh, I don't even really know how to pronounce this, which is why I didn't tell you what it is. <clears throat> we got ourselves. What the fuck? A, um, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you read this. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> All right. So we are tonight we are drinking Wyan Stefaner Hefe Weiss beer. <laughs> From Bavaria, Germany, uh, the world's oldest brewery since 1040. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, baby. We're going so back in time. this beer is extinct? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to put the mic down. And, and Oh, we got some more to read up here, maybe? Holy fuck. What? 5.4% alcohol by volume. That's not that bad. That's more than all of our other stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Um, brewed by Bayerisch Staatsbarher. Weichenstaffen, Freisen, Germany. <laughs> that was good. That was that's, a good little German, German accent, accent there. there yeah. um, holy fuck. How did you find this? It was at high V. The Germans are going to be mad at drinking it cold. Wait. Oh. I, don't, I don't drink beer warm, so they can kiss my America two-time back-to-back World War champs. Oh. Um, yeah, so I was in the aisle looking for a different beer, and... I kept coming back to this one like, all right, you know what? Let's give this a try. Uh, dude, I've had some German beers before. My expectations, and well, maybe so I shouldn't set them low. Weiss but. beer, it means it's a wheat. So this should oh, be okay. like, pretty standard. Okay. Um, 
Oh, best before date. Government. Whoa, we're it. expired. Are we actually? We're expired. You best, just bought that today? Yeah. Best before March 17th, Oh, okay, barely, barely. It's still, we're going to have Dang. to mark it down in the sheet. It's expired. <laughs> right, that's true. Um, they do have the, uh, the government warning on there for you. Um, 1040. Uh, no, uh, I don't see any. Like, it looks really light. I don't know why you. I don't you... see any like protein or anything like that. <laughs> they don't care about that no. in Germany. All right, here we go. I mean, the smell is just, I haven't gotten. Jim's not going to like this one. Jim is not going to like this one at all. This has oh. a very odd smell. It smells like it tastes. That it's I'm... got. I just. It's got. Dude, this is I'm not going to lie. It's pretty bad. This is a more like. So you know how next had a little bit of flavor in it. Yeah. I mean zero barely. Barely. No, it had a little bit of flavor, but this is like if you took whatever next tried to do, and just enhanced it. Yeah. Yeah. This this has a ton of flavor. That's why I knew you weren't gonna like it, Jim. I mean, it honestly smells like a, a wet farm. What? No, I can't put a. No, put that this doesn't smell, smell like good. a wet farm. <laughs> Not fart. I uh, wet farm. It... All I know is this is this is like I'm definitely not finishing this. This might be Nick, my. You don't finish any of the beers because I come in here two weeks later <laughs> and there is literally just four half drunk cans by your chair. Yeah, that's true. It's got like a little like raspberry taste to it. It's got something to it. All right. Well, here we go. I'm I'm done with that one. <laughs> Do a couple sips, couple sips, because it does like it has to sink in. Let it sink in. There is a lot of flavor in there. A lot of flavor. Yeah. Which I respect it. I do respect it. There's gonna be people out here that probably love this oh. beer because of that. Dude, I would take that over a hoppy beer. A hundred percent. I don't know. I don't mind hoppy beers necessarily. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. This this actually, mm. I think I think this is my least favorite of any beer we've tried. Stop. No, I'm serious. Worse than Old Chub? Mm-hmm. No way. I think so, dude. Side by side. I'm about to go grab one. Uh, this is better than don't Old waste Chub. An, don't waste an Old Chub. <laughs> yeah, we got we to get someone at our party to drink that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's equal. I, this is so my uh, phone's dead. So the scale. I, oh, that's we know it Our by now. Should know it by now. Um, oh, that's so bad. I'm done. I will say it definitely like sip number two was better. I need to wash my mouth out. It's still not great. It, the aftertaste for me, like yeah, my mouth is, is bad. worse. Like I honestly, the initial sip in my mouth, not bad. But the more my mouth, like let it sit there, it sits in there. It does bad. Okay. Looking back, I can't believe I rated Bud Light next as high as I did. <laughs> I agree. I hated it. <laughs> I'm glad you did it. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. What was my old chub rating? All right. Your old chub rating was 1.8. Okay. <laughs> so you're probably in the twos. I don't want it to be, though. <laughs> okay. I, 1.9. I'm, I'm literally thinking I'm going to give it a 1.9. Yeah, one nine. It's my official score. 
was three what was three to four was three to four uh, like you would like put it back in the cooler you sure. wouldn't drink it over other beers i'd never remember this game. i think it'd be, I I think it'd be way too complex <laughs> 3.2. Okay. So. I like how you've conveniently not typed the name in yet. Yeah. What the fuck? Hefe. You might have to just, yeah, just say Hefe. Um, Why is it bear? I mean, I'm, I kind of fucked myself with ah. Bud Light next score. Because I probably should have ranked that at like a, in the high twos. Because I would next drink. is better than that. Yeah, I, as far as I, I no, hate to say I, it, but I'm gonna it say is. no because Bud Light next, like it's the complete absence of flavor, and I hate like drinking seltzer. Water. Correct, I'm with you. So this at least like I taste something. It's not a great taste. So I think I mean by logic I have to go like three point five, which like. Pains me. I don't. That, that's the highest rating out of the three of us. Right. But because I rank Bud Light next three point four, I can't go lower than that. Right. See, I actually would choose Bud Light next over this, even though I agree with you. I agree. They're well, opposite yeah. end of the spectrum, but. So I guess I'm going three point <clears throat> five. Mm. It's a shame. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> oh God! All right. But you're so a man of principle. Uh, yeah, something like that. All right, so let's uh, plug in our little handy dandy formula. Oh, fuck me. There we go. <laughs> our our podcast is definitely not for children anymore. <laughs> when was it ever? <laughs> Sorry, Dude, there was a, there was a certain <laughs> listener that told Cole that her kids listen. Yeah, I know she doesn't do that anymore. Okay, good. All right, <laughs> so uh, the Weihen Staffer Hefe Weissbeer. Comes in at a meager 2.87. <laughs> That's about right. Which yeah. is just above Moose Drool. Oh, That's, no yeah. way. That's better than Moose Drool. Moose That's Drool Moose came Drool. at 277. This is at 287. Moose Drool, I'd drink over that. I think any, any beer. Chub this still, is so bad. Dude, Old Chub was so bad. Dude, I know, but I, I can tolerate most beers. I can barely tolerate that. Which? This? this one, yeah, and I, I really like. Uh, dude, I, can, no I like certain way. IPAs. He's gonna drink Old Chub before he drinks. Yeah, this. I would consider it. I, no I do want to compare way. them side to side at some point. I do. Not right now. Well, you can go buy more Old Chub. <laughs> we don't have extra family beer. In we the, do. No, we we do. We need to do a ranking, <laughs> like where we just have all of them lined up and we all do like this one, and then we can like. We'll taste create it. our own Big D. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> With all the fun. crappy beers. Yeah. That would be fun. We'll have to bring Nuge back for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so with that, Nick Talk. So the question was this week. Well, so I can look at like who wrote it based on our activity. Oh, okay. Um, so the question was this week, what's the worst advice you've ever received? And I got a funny answer right off the bat. It says, quote, buy a house with me from J, <laughs> J. O'Brien. <laughs> uh, in my defense, that is not what I said. I said, hey, I'm looking at, you know, buying a house. Is that something you'd be interested in? Okay, fair a enough. A little bit different. Fair enough. Um, next answer is, 
don't invest in Bitcoin. That isn't real. Just boost your portfolio. Oh, man. Brutal. I had a, I had a college roommate. This was 2011, 2012, who was talking about Bitcoin. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that fucker's got like five or six of them. No. Yeah, and he's just sitting on it. Oh, God. Yep. yep. Did, uh, was, it, was there another one in there? Oh, I'll get there. There's, there's a few more. <laughs> um, one, and then another, the other answer was anyone telling me to do something for not a good reason, such as a career path. That sounds like something Beef would say. No, that's from someone I don't actually know. Um, then we've got if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Apparently, that's bad advice. No. <laughs> according to this person. Mm. Nah, I, I think that's pretty accurate. That's good advice. <laughs> so that that was from Jocelyn. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have a word with Jocelyn. Yep. But that does so not. What are you trying to me. preach out here, Jocelyn? Um, and then our final answer was believing anything beep told me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that is from our uh, current co-host Jimmy Napersack. Mm, I wonder. I wonder what you beeped out there. <laughs> Um, okay, and then our other answers from... So overall, not really great answers on that one. No, not from our listeners, at least. Um, so we got a couple more here from TikTok. Um, it said, when I was little, I told my mom I was sad because some kids were bullying me. She said, I should just tell them that when they bullied me, it hurt me inside and they would stop. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible advice. I did what she said. This was bad advice. They did not stop. <laughs> Brutal. What are you thinking, mom? <laughs> oh man, I feel like that's something my mom would say. That yeah, that's the absolute worst. Like <laughs> yeah. the whole like steer into the curve. Right. That that only applies like after a certain age. Right. If you think about it, right. like when kids are picking on you as a kid and you just like I don't know, I'll use me as a yeah, I'm a fat kid. Like, no, that that doesn't end things. <laughs> right. That just gives them more ammo right. to keep going. So terrible advice. Yeah. They don't have empathy at that age. No. They have no ability to comprehend. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um all right, this person said, Stop reading. You read too much. You're going to hurt your eyes. Go watch T V for a while. <laughs> my grandma, every time she visited while grabbing the books from my hands. That's fine. That seems like the opposite of what anyone I've ever heard say. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, it's bad advice. Right. That's, right. Like, that's... but how does that even like, how do you even like come to the point of like, yeah, that's, that's something I should say. <laughs> yeah. Beats me. I mean, I don't know this person. That was her grandma. She's going senile. Yeah. Um, all right. Next person is, you know, son, there's really no such thing as cheating. If you aren't married, the Bible doesn't recognize any relationship that isn't bound in the covenant of the lord so until you are married relationships don't really exist and then quote thanks dad you just indirectly explained why you're on your third marriage <laughs> yeah that's that's not good advice either. <laughs> um and then final one is don't quit your job at walmart you've been here for three years just seven more and you'll be fully vested in the company <laughs> oh brutal who wants to be fully vested in that exactly. unless you were like you get shares Walmart does good in the stock market. Yeah, I don't so know. You get a share. <laughs> Who knows? But now he's stuck at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, that poor sack of shit. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, but any bad advice from you guys? Um, I mean, just in general, I mean, my biggest thing on bad advice would be 
a lot of people trying to chase more of like a paycheck instead of something that truly makes them, I guess, would be like happy. Mm, so preach. like, going, go and get, go and make a hundred thousand dollars versus going to find a job that you, again, the job that it, it's not work if you don't actually feel like you're working. Right. Versus like, I know people that work nine to five that fucking hate literally Monday through Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it really worth it? Versus like all the other things that you can go and do, find a job, do different things. Yeah, sure, you might not get compensated the way that those people do. But like, I tell you what, like I have a hell of a time doing what I do. Yeah, like, and a I, lot more than other people do. I, I think enjoy there, my life. There more. is a mm-hmm. lot of truth to that, but at the same time, like you take a look at the things that in this, in the not necessarily the world, but in our country that you have that you're expected to do: own a car buy a house, um, you know, pay off student loan debt. Like you could, you know, let's say yeah, but there's you, certain you, things that you could do, but you just do it. you got to do things inte- like intelligently and with like a purpose. Like you can get those things done in a certain sense. What people don't tell you is what you can do to make sure that you can offset that. So like investing your money in a purple way, in a, in a purposeful way, getting certain loans, getting those things paid off. Like there's other education that makes sure that those things don't affect you. Fair, fair. I just think that a lot of people either don't have that knowledge, and so they they naturally chase the money. Yeah, right. And but see, I can make up for it on nights and weekends. Right, 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 right. right. But yeah. I mean, and then my biggest thing, like to go into that, is just like the, as soon as somebody, like a lot of my friends fall in the trap. As soon as they get a paycheck, they buy shit they don't need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like. I mean, I'm a big advocate for the quote, but some people, like, you can't take it with you when you're dead. Like, it's good and bad because there's, like, certain things, like, you don't need that third toaster. Like, you mean, not right. like a toaster, but, like, you got plenty of it. Like, only buy things that you either want to have fun with or, like, you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think <clears throat> one of one of the worst piece of, pieces of advice I ever got was when it comes to rental cars. Oh God! <laughs> From like you know, and you like I think I because of my previous job I was able to rent a car at like twenty three or whatever. But I'll throw him under the bus because he doesn't listen to the pod. But my dad used to always tell me, "Don't bother with the, the insurance. rental car insurance." Oh, that's why you pay your own insurance. Terrible fucking advice. And he like so quick story like I rented a car for a work trip last October. And uh, didn't get the insurance and get a call Monday morning. Hey, like there's this there's this crack on, on the underside of your front bumper. I'm like, I didn't hit anything, but there's no like arguing with them on it. That ended up because I didn't use the car rentals insurance that ended up costing me 500 bucks out of pocket. And then your insurance I don't, go up? It sh- my agent said it shouldn't because I guess if you have a claim of under a thousand bucks, it doesn't affect your premium. But for I think it, it was like how like much 20, is the car? It's like twenty five bucks it, for the you can trash a car and you just throw in the keys and you don't look back. It's like twenty five bucks a day. Oh, worth it. One hundred percent. Yeah, it, you know because like. You, <clears throat> you're driving down the highway, well, that and, and a rock cracks your yeah. windshield. That could be 500 bucks right there. Right. Dude, I had a buddy that same thing kind of happened. This driver window right next to him shattered. Oh. 
in Texas, just shattered. And he's on the hook for that. Yep. Yep. So oh. worst piece of advice is don't bother with the car or the car rental insurance. Get it every time, just to have that peace of mind. And like, you may then rent a car fifty more times in your life, and you would never end up using it. But on the flip side, that like you get in an accident or you get a flat tire on the highway and you crash in the meeting or something crazy. Like with that, and with that insurance you buy from them, you literally just toss them the keys and there's right. no, there's no other paperwork, no nothing. Like you're just done. So. Well, it's like that Louis CK bit where he uh, was re- returning his rental car and he was going to miss his flight. And uh, he's like, he just, he just left it at the terminal and called him and said, hey, your car's at the terminal. <laughs> and they're like, you can't do that. And he's like, well, I did, and you want your car, so you might want to go get it. Right. <laughs> it was like genius. So coming back from Detroit, uh, Beef and I are we're, he's starting to get nervous. Like He's the type, like if he could, I feel like he would be at the airport like two and a half, three hours mm-hmm. before his mm-hmm. And we're hour and a half. And we're just getting to the airport to check our bags. Oh, boy. And I could see it in his face because, like, when he gets nervous, he gets really quiet. Mm-hmm. And he's not saying anything. And I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> worst comes to worst, we just, like, rebook our flights. Like, I wasn't totally, like, freaked out about it. Well, as soon as I check my bag, I kid you not, I walk out. And this lady comes by and says, hey, like, and counts us off. Like, you 15, come with me. And we're like, all right, we're we're putting our eggs in this basket because we were already in line to go through security in the main terminal. Well, there is um, at Detroit Airport, there is a hotel connected directly to the terminal, and there's a security checkpoint in the hotel. Oh, I didn't even know that. So they opened up this security checkpoint for like the 15 of us to go through. Wow. And then from there, like the walk to our gate maybe was 150 steps. Wow. We were there like an hour before our flight. It was great. That's incredible. Speaking of airports, how fucking annoying is it that each airport has different rules with TSA? I agree. Oh, so annoying. So you get some airports where it's like laptop has to go in its own Mm -hmm. bin. iPad has to go in its own bin. All of the things in your pocket can then go in another bin with your shoes, your belt. All that has to come off. Orlando, the last time I flew out of Orlando, everything just stays in your bag. Dude, Orlando's chill. Right. Chicago, the complete opposite. Yeah. Funny, wild story, though. So I think it was, I flew out of Chicago, and I had my school backpack, and this is when I was living in Millican, and I I had a fork and knife that were just in my backpack. Chicago, (laughs) nothing. Flying back from Arizona, they go, we need to check your bag. And I'm like, okay. And they go, what's this? And it's a fork and a knife. And I go, to be completely honest with you, that was in there when I flew here. <laughs> so, like, whoever was also missed that. So, but I mean, like, yeah, you can take it. Like, I don't need it. But, like, yeah, I've had that. Like, I eat my like my meals and stuff like that. I'll just clean it after I'm done. But, like, yeah. yeah. That's funny. The only time my bag has ever been opened was coming back from Florida, and I forgot I had wrapped up a burrito in tinfoil <laughs> and put it in my bag. And they dig it. I'm like, what are they possibly looking for? They're digging through. And they pull it out, and they go, burrito. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. They're like, yeah, just keep it. And get out of here. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> was, was it good? Like, yeah, I ate it after. <laughs> yeah, it was great. 
Because you probably got that on the way to the airport. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you like think? Oh, maybe maybe this will slip through. I didn't even think about it. Honestly, I just threw it in there. <laughs> I, no I used idea. to think that like because <clears throat> uh, I I used to travel with like a a lighter for cigars. I was like, well, oh. if I like bury this under a bunch of other shit. <laughs> No, that doesn't work either. Here's my question. Do Somehow they, they know. Do they uh, even check like the tubes anymore of like your size, like the travel size? I have no idea. I don't idea. know because more times I, than I, not, dude. I will pay for the the check bag, and then I can just bring whatever. I mean, I, I guess I do that there. too. But like, I kid you not, in my backpack, there's usually a time where the toothpaste is way too much. And yeah. then, like, I'll have like a soap thing that like sometimes I'll put in my check bag, sometimes will be in my carry on, and like I'll just go straight through. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just I, super inconsistent. There's a there's a key and peel. Whatever out happened there. to our TSA segment? T- oh, we'll have to bring that back. Oh, next that's week right. For yeah. TSA game. <laughs> well, there's a key and peel segment or not segment uh, skit about TSA, and it's so funny because they're acting as a group of terrorists, and they're like the oh, damn, they're like the damn TSA changed the rules. <laughs> like you could only have one ounce of liquid. <laughs> it's like how did they know? <laughs> Uh, Overall, though, I like traveling. Yeah, I mean, you've been you've been on I've been traveling a lot. Flights yeah. than you can count. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that like get like panicked. Dude, Bo can't travel. Can, I Bo know can't fly. it's crazy. He was telling so me like, that. so mine. I'm not gonna lie. Like, mine's the first like flight. As soon as like I can do one flight, like I'm good for like a while. But like, the, actually, if you are afraid of flying, the thing that helped me out a lot that I I was terrified as a child. And I'm that I've been driving a lot. Turbulence to me, I just think like it's just like a car hitting a pothole, and then life's got a lot easier. See, that's right. that's never bothered me. And like, dude, I was in one sketchy. I swear, dude, it felt like I was. We were about to like it was a big drop. I, like, I do hate those. The big drops are that because your stomach goes. Yeah, and I don't know. I look way into. I mean, also, life's got a lot easier past the two near death experiences. So like, <laughs> right. So life's gotten a lot easier. Well, I always tell things uh, like if it's my time to go, now it's the time to go. But yeah, I always tell my team when they get nervous when we fly together. I go, listen, if this plane goes down, they're writing a movie about us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it's a one way to look at it. Are you a uh, window, middle, or aisle? I'm a window guy. Definitely not the middle. The middle right. sucks. I, I, okay. Yeah, I I could do either, but I actually prefer a window because I can just lean against it. And See, fall asleep. But I feel like the window seat is slightly smaller because. You've got like the curve of the plane Maybe. coming. It is, yeah. I like I big visual. I like for some reason it gives me a sense of control where I can see like ah, I can see if we're gonna be okay or I can see <laughs> if we're going. I, down. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, but like I can also sleep sitting straight up, cold seeing it. I just oh yeah, he does. <laughs> so I can sleep on in a, the on a too. plane. Like when I'm usually <clears throat> it's on the trip back after I've been you know not sleeping eight hours, whatever a night. Like I'll fall asleep, but then it's always like. 20 minute power naps because I'm super conscious the fact that I snore like a bear oh. so I don't want to be that guy that's like right. knowing everyone around me one of the wildest things I ever saw on a plane and I don't know we're going off on a plane tangent here but I shit you not <clears throat> I forget where I was going but I looked over this was like midway through the flight and it was a couple in the aisle again across from me and somehow there it was just the two of them they had an empty seat and this dude, I think I took a Snapchat of it. I'm going to have to go and find it. I shit you not, his entire fucking hand was, like, inside of her 
Oh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they weren't doing anything. Right. He was just, like, not even, like, I could see, like, arm around, like, your significant other. But, like, his hand was tucked underneath her leggings, like, skin to skin, grabbing <laughs> hmm. a whole bunch of that ass. I'm like, wow. All right. You just, you do you, man. A little comfort I, I, squeeze. I, mine, I don't know. I don't, I sleep. It's crazy because, like, if I'm in the passenger seat of a car, I sleep fine. Plane, I, it depends on the day. The only time I've slept a full day through a plane was I won a volleyball when I was in Vegas for some whatever reason. It was volley- it was a smiley face volleyball, and I brought it with me on the plane. It was like my pillow, and it's like a picture of me out there. This was like, <laughs> and I stayed up. I stayed up the entire night. So my family went out to Vegas, and my buddies got in there the day like his family and like a friend of mine. They came in like my last night, and we, when we were leaving. So they stayed up the entire night. I stayed up the entire night. Oh, boy. And then I, my, oh, God, my sister, of course, the air conditioning wasn't working on the plane. So my sister's like, my sister looked at me and she goes, you reek. (laughs) (laughs) It is the worst smelling thing. I was like, what do you expect? And I'm just sitting there and all of a sudden I just go, like before we would take off. (laughs) What is the worst plane experience you've ever had? Uh, mine was when I was going to DC and we were about to land in Chicago. There was a storm in Chicago. So they redirected us to Milwaukee, but there wasn't a gate for us to go to. So we had to sit on the plane on the tarmac for two hours. Then by the time we took off again and got to Chicago, I missed my connecting flight. So then I had to get rebooked. So I was originally supposed to be in DC by like one. I didn't get to DC until like eight o'clock that night. That that and that was leaving Dubuque at like six thirty in the morning. That was a long day. Mine is when my it was like we were traveling for like spring break. My dad like had to get like checked or something like that at security and like had to do like the big like scan down like the waiver and stuff like that before like they have the big yeah. full body scan. And we were running late, of course. Of course. And I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. And like I'm over here like he's fine. Like I'm almost like crying as a child. <laughs> like we've gotta go. And like. He's and sure enough, we like we made it like five minutes left. But like I just remember like being there and just like, oh my god, he's fine. Just let him go. (laughs) Have you ever missed a flight like once? No, because of something like that. Never missed a flight. I've been close. The closest I ever came was coming back from Costa Rica. I had I think it was like a half an hour from the time I landed, coming back. So then I had to go through international like customs and check in. And I got to, I was the last person on the plane in San Antonio to go back to Chicago. And like, literally I sat down and the, they closed the doors and everything. So yeah. that was the closest I ever come. But I've never. I'll tell you what, I'm a big <clears throat> direct flight guy. I'm not a big layover guy. Like I will pay like the extra $50 to do a direct flight. Yeah. I've kind of gotten that way nowadays. It's so much more convenient. So much better. I hate like, especially because in all honesty, 90% of the time that not 90%. 70% of the time that I'm flying, usually have golf clubs, and I just don't even want to risk like oh, yeah, yeah. them getting left behind. Um, so, I, no, I'm just more of a direct flight guy. Get up, get down, be where you got to be. So then would you – I guess like Dubuque is different because if you fly out of Dubuque, you're going to Chicago. And like that technically yeah. really isn't a layover. That's just a connecting flight most of the time. But like would you necessarily drive to a different airport if that meant – Getting a direct flight. I mean, yes. so I'll either yes. go. So yeah, if I'm, I will look at either like Moline if it's got direct. Yep. I'll go to Chicago direct. 
like Milwaukee. Okay, Milwaukee, yeah. Um, Madison. Madison's good. I've never flown out of Madison. Oh, dude, it's such an easy airport. I haven't it's been to Madison favorites. either. And you've done Dubuque, too? Nah, no. I've only done Cedar Rapids. See, dude, I usually... Dubuque, Cedar Rapids, I'm so I'm guessing similar. Madison is pretty similar. I haven't done Moline, but I've heard good things about Moline. Dude, to me, if you can't find a direct flight from either Midway or O'Hare, then you're going to the wrong place. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> and I will, I will take the three-hour... I've got my sisters that's in Rockford, and then, like, I've got people in Chicago. So, like, at worst comes to worst, if I needed to stay somewhere, then, like, I could before if I wanted an early flight. So, like, I, to me, if I can't find a direct flight from O'Hare or Midway, then I should be flying there. What about the, the, the voucher where they come out and say, hey, like, oh, if you're willing dude. to give up your seat. I wish I hadn't had that opportunity. Dude, it's like $1,500. Well, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes, though, or most of the time, rather, for me, it's when I'm trying to get somewhere Mm -hmm. and not coming back. Uh, Because coming back, like, it really most of the time doesn't matter. But it's always like, all right, I got to be here by this time. I I can't necessarily, you know, take that voucher. Dude, I've I've, always wanted to. I've always wanted to. That's been on my bucket list. And I've had it offered to me like four or five times. Every single time I literally can't because I have to get somewhere. But, man, one of those days. Because it is. Like, they sometimes offer you like a $1,000 voucher. And you're like, everything in my body wants to accept this, but I can't. Yeah. What about first class? Mm Mm-mm. Never done. Oh, it. Dude, I don't first class. I don't know when, if I don't fly flights that have first class, or like if it's literally just like the first couple rows. Like to me, that there wasn't a big difference in that those say, seats versus like where I was sitting. Well, you're a fairly normal sized human. <laughs> and for a big man like me, first class seats are amazing. And like I've so what airline? Because like American. I'm I'm big Southwest guy, and I guess oh, like no. Southwest, Southwest doesn't have the same. yeah. No, no, no. You South, fly there American is no yeah. Or okay. And, like, I'm on the American app, so sometimes, like, this happened twice going to Charlotte. I'll, I get a notification the morning of my flight. Hey, we've got three three upgrades available for, like, 70 bucks. And I did it. The only mm. time it was, like, truly worth it was when I went to Tampa because Chicago to Tampa is, like, a three-and-a-half-hour flight. And I kid you not, from the time we got to, like, cruising altitude until the time we, like, got ready to land – I always had food on my plate. <laughs> it was no joke, like a five-course meal. This is pre-COVID, probably. Yeah, a year yeah. before COVID, and they just like basically like every thirty minutes they were bringing me something new to eat. Damn. It was great. Damn. So that then that one was like a hundred and fifty dollar upgrade, but I had like the main flight paid for. Mm. So like to me, it was like oh, one hundred and fifty bucks. That's cheaper yeah. than what the right, flight would have been right. in the first place. So I did it. It was great. <laughs> Yeah, I've never experienced that. Plus but. the comfy seat, you get the blanket. And the front of the plane is less bumpy. Really? It is. I've read it. Yeah, the further that's why the back sucks because the further back you go, the more bumpy it is. It's like a bus. I mean, I guess, yeah. But then, like when you're a kid, you always want. To I mean, think about it. It's it's physics. No, like, I like, did not. Think about it. It's physics. The front's moving. Oh no, yeah, I guess. But true. Yeah, I mean that's why never I'm, never really put two and two together. <laughs> But the back of the bus is the cool spot when you're yeah. on the like again pre-COVID when not necessarily every flight was full like and I did have to fly Southwest I would voluntarily go all the way back with the hope that nobody that, like, would go I'd back have there. an empty seat next to me uh, if it wasn't a full flight. That ever work? Yeah. Oh, smart. And then like you you kind of pull the move of like 
you then sit in the middle of those three seats, <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. and then you don't make eye contact with people. <laughs> and you manspread. Correct. And they're like, oh, man, that guy's kind of big. I don't know if I really want to sit <laughs> next to him. And then they, like, find – they'd rather sit to a normal-sized person than, like, So then now, would you move over That's if, funny. like, it was, like, two people, like – like two chicks that were like, "Hey, do you mind if we sit here?" Or you oh, like, absolutely. <laughs> but I literally never had that that opportunity present itself. Oh man, that would be hilarious. And then I usually uh, I usually try and make make friends with the airline attendant. Uh, because, uh, oh yeah. Again, being the uh, the above average size human, you guys have no idea what this is like. But those seatbelts only go so big. Yeah. Uh, so you they have seatbelt extenders. Yeah. Oh, no and it's way. basically just then now you're not like you know Dying. cramming yourself yeah. in, but then like the airline attendants is supposed to come at the end of the flight and collect it from you. I've had twice where they forgot to do that, so I have uh, seatbelt <laughs> extenders in my dresser no that way. I then throw in my carry on in case I ever need that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's I'll tell you what, I'm probably the not the worst person to fly next to. I love just like chatting it up. And I will there's a good chance that the person that I'm next to, like, we have a good conversation on the have flight. Have you ever like met a random person on a flight and like had like, I've gotten their phone number. Yeah. Like I've a like a dude's like before. we were gonna go play golf. Uh, I don't think not I quite have. to that, but I've I've uh there's a guy he was flying out of Dubuque for business. We got to talking. He had like extended family in the area, and like we exchanged business cards. Nothing ever came of it, but mm-hmm. never because like some people they get on the flight and they are just so yeah. I usually yeah, they they you know don't make eye contact. They don't want to talk to you. I'm a headphone. Probably still tries to talk to them. I do. <laughs> I'm a headphones and sleep guy most of the time. But I will say, you know, if they're I, on their eye, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say the, the funniest flight interaction I've had was with Jim on the way back from San Diego. So he had just gone through a breakup like a few weeks ago and he's torn up about it and he doesn't know what to do. He's like, should I get back with her? Or should I not? And he keeps like free, freaking out about it. And he goes, I got to talk to this girl next to me and get her advice. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. He's like, I got to do it. And he's, he asked her, he's like, all right, so this is what happened. Should I get back with her? And she was like, oh no, you fucked up. She's like you. You will not get her back. Wow. She's like you do. Not, she does not deserve you. You just did what you did was terrible. She just God. ripped him a new one the whole flight, and he was like, oh, devastated after that. <laughs> so this isn't a plane story, but this is my last like funny travel story. So I'm. Uh, this is 2006, and we're uh, we're on a scout trip, and like one of our off days, we're going to an amusement park. And I must have picked the wrong seat that day because the kid, like, across the aisle from me gets motion sickness and pukes on on this charter bus. And I'm just, like, covered in puke. And the kid's dad was sitting next to him and felt so bad that he literally gave me, like, 150 bucks to go because I had to go buy a new outfit. Oh, God. But, like, I still ended up with, like, 75 bucks to then use in the amusement park that day. So I was like, oh. I'll get puked on if it means I'm getting paid. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. So no, neither of you have ever been, uh, been puked, puked on, on a bus or a plane? Mm-mm. No. Well. I'll tell you what, dude. I had a super, like, sketchy, like, still to this day, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think this lady might have been getting sex trafficked, so it's kind of sketchy. But, like, Whoa. so super nervous getting on the flight, like, and whatnot. She was? she was and whatnot and like this guy next to him like even like goes it was like she went to the 
the back and like was like tried to like spark something like I kind of like just giving that tell like that like wanting to make a scene but like I think she was like vaping or something in like the back so like the smoke detector went off oh jeez and like this I mean I hate to profile people but like if I were to pick somebody that would be sex trafficking somebody was the gentleman that she was with and like the entire flight she threw up a couple times and whatnot oh god and like tried to make a couple scenes so it was just like uh, yeah, it was wild. It was one of the wildest. It could have been. Yeah, when, when we were dri- not, yeah, we were driving back from Nashville. <laughs> there's this there's this truck, and the the back lights are like freaking out, and we drive past it, and then like a couple minutes later, Cole goes, "What if that was someone in the back of that truck trying to signal that they were being sex trafficked?" <laughs> I was like, "What the hell, dude? dude that is I don't dark." Know if that's like really possible to do from inside. That's what I said. Yeah. That was probably just a loose wire that was <laughs> right, right. But I dude, was it's, like, that it's was funny dark. you say that too because we had that same conversation. Unfortunately, the wildest thing. So the i the i eighty like gas station is one of the most sex trafficked places in the United States of America. Which I the the big the world's largest okay. truck stop. Yeah, yeah. And then we got on the conversation of like, unfortunately, how many times do you drive oh, by yeah. a semi? Right. That like, unfortunately, like. Unfortunately, kind of way more than you like would want to imagine. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so yeah. that was okay. I mean, I can't believe this is how we're going to end the episode. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, travel. I mean, it's wild. <laughs> we, we just went on a crazy that. tangent. Travel is wild. Well, this has been uh, season two, episode nine of no ten. 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 Damn it. Sorry. Season two, episode ten of Garage Beers. Travel is is wild. Travel is wild. Thanks for listening.